in a few short days it will be Christmas. And for many in our troubled world, this Christmas will be a Christmas like no other, in a year that has been like no other year before it in living memory. This year we have learned to socially distance, to isolate, to quarantine. We have experienced lockdowns and have become increasingly more comfortable wearing masks. We have thought about hygiene in a whole new light, and hand sanitizer has become the new currency in a world gripped by fear of an enemy that is naked to the eye. Well, largely naked to the eye. For we see the work of this deadly enemy every day as we watch the caseloads rocket and the death tolls mount. We have seen whole communities barricaded in their homes, and towns and cities grind to a halt. We have seen restaurants and bars close and routines interrupted. We have learned to endure endless virtual meetings while working from home, learning from home, holidaying at home, worshipping at home. And through the dark cold winter and the endless summer we have waited and worried and prayed. And through this difficult year, a simple cough or a sniffle now causes us to stop dead. Who sneezed? Who coughed? How close are they? Do they have it? Will I get it? Will I die? We have learned to cope with painful swabs and long waits for results. Travel has all but ceased and countries have closed their borders in the new war of terror that has gripped the world. And in a few short days it will be Christmas, a Christmas like no other. Earlier this year we launched this podcast, As the Crow Flies, in an attempt to draw us together during this year of isolation. It was a new skill that I learnt while working from home during the first four months of lockdown. I wanted to try something new. I wanted to continue to engage with those who, like me, work on the forefront of maritime ministry. I wanted to reach out in order to connect us in new ways, to nurture, to inform, to educate, to challenge, to bring hope. And I pray that the podcast has done just that. I hope that it has been encouraging you, and I hope that it has taught you new skills and given you new perspectives. I hope that it has reminded you of the important role that we all play caring for the men and women who work at sea. And as we have endured lockdown this year, and as we face a difficult Christmas separated from loved ones, trying to make the best of what we've got, may it be a gentle reminder of what seafarers face every day every year, every Christmas. This year has been tough for us, but it's been tougher for them. And yet despite the enormous odds they have faced, and despite the uncertainty of their futures, I have seen in the brave faces of the seafarers a resilience that I don't think that I have. I have seen in them a determination to keep going when I might have given up. I have seen crews drawn together in amazing shows of strength and courage in comradeship. I have seen enormous hope in a situation that seems utterly hopeless. And in this I have seen a glimpse of the Christ child. Last Sunday I preached in our little parish church from Luke chapter 1 verses 26 to 38. 
where the birth of Jesus is foretold to Mary by an angel. In the story, the angel says to her, Greetings, favoured one, and then goes on to tell her of whom she will carry and what he will do. And in her innocence and her naivety, she responded by saying, I am your servant, let it be according to your word. And yet in that instant, her life changed forever. The plans that she had had were overturned, and her simple life in rural anonymity was suddenly sent on a whole new trajectory. Her world of calm drifted quickly into one of chaos. She had to face her family and her husband-to-be carrying the child of another. Would they believe her? What if they didn't? What would be the outcome? Then once that news was absorbed and accepted, more chaos ensued. Mary and Joseph were forced to undertake a long and arduous journey through dangerous countryside in a world controlled by an invading and merciless army. She had to give birth in a barn, because there was no room for them in the inn, or more likely, there was no room because they were a poor family from some backwater who couldn't afford anything better, because I'm sure that if they had enough money, there would have been room. For you see, money opens doors that are otherwise closed, but they had nothing, and so a barn was all the shelter that they could afford. Then Herod sent an army to kill her child, and so they had to flee to another country where they were foreigners in exile, refugees. And then when they were able to return home, they had to move somewhere new. And when her son had grown and he began to preach, his own village tried to kill him by pushing him off a cliff. And finally, she had to stand and watch her son die a criminal death, a horrible, torturous death on a cruel cross near a garbage dump. I wonder, did Mary ever wonder to herself as she stood at the foot of the cross, if I am so highly favoured by God, then he sure has a funny way of showing it. For she had nothing but a world of pain and chaos, a world of pain and loss, a world of suffering and secrets, and yet into that chaos there grew a miracle. First the miracle of a healthy boy born in a dirty barn, then the miracle of a child who grew in wisdom and stature, then the miracle of a preacher who brought hope and who preached freedom and forgiveness and who interacted with the marginalised and the overlooked, cripples, sinners, women, those who society sidelined and disenfranchised. Then she saw the miracle of Palm Sunday in the majesty of Easter Sunday. From the chaos, God birthed a miracle. In reality, 2020 has been a year of chaos for all of us. A year of pain and anxiety, of worry and isolation. A year like no other. And yet I wonder what miracle is God birthing in us and through us and for us and with us. Recently I received a prayer by email from one of my favourite poets and prophets, Nadia Boltz-Weber. And at the end of the prayer it said this, though I must admit I've cleaned it up a bit. Anyway, this is kind of what it says. Come Lord Jesus, be born again into this crazy and confused world, this world of turmoil and torment, of tragedy and pain, and break open all of our hurting, brittle, devastated hearts like only a baby can do. Then, Mari Kondo them. Get rid of the clutter and the resentments and the fears 
and everything that keeps out the joy that, despite everything we have lost, is still all around us. I guess what I'm saying is this. We may need some help this year with that whole let every heart prepare him room thing. So help us to see the miracle that you are birthing into our chaos. Help us to have eyes to see what is yet to come. Help us to hope. Amen. This year we have continued to work for the care of seafarers. We have ministered in totally new ways. We have adapted and adjusted. We have experimented and we have created whole new ways of ministry. Why? Because bringing hope and help and some Wi-Fi is a miracle to those who receive it. A miracle in the chaos of uncertainty. Thank you for being part of that miracle. By being the hands and feet, the smile and welcome of Jesus. Well, this draws series one of As the Crow Flies to an end. And what a series it has been. Next year we will have a whole heap of new episodes and new topics starting in March. We will tackle the issues of HIV and AIDS and the place of women in the maritime sector. We will contemplate flags of convenience and handling the media. We will delve into the theology of maritime ministry and consider the impact of automation and the future of the shipping industry. We will think about how to work better with the ITF and what to do with cases of abandonment. We will consider all of this and a whole lot more. So don't forget to subscribe and to check out our webpage as the crow.weebly.com. This way you won't miss out on all that is still in store, all that is yet to come. And now for a final thought for the year. A poem by Leslie Dwight. What if 2020 isn't cancelled? What if 2020 is the year we've been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw, that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screams so loud, finally awaking us, from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change, declare change, work for change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. 2020 isn't cancelled, but rather the most important year of them all. So thanks once again for listening and for joining me on the journey. Thanks for all that you do to make the lives of seafarers better. Join me next year as the crow flies. As the crow flies is made possible through the generous support of the Mission to Seafarers. The theme music is called Carefree. This royalty-free music, which is written and performed by Kevin McLeod, and made available through FilmMusic.io.